Hey guys, you're going to love this episode of More Stories with Ben Glebe, but I wanted to reach out to you first about a new project I'm working on. I'm really excited about it. If you guys have issues with a neighbor, maybe you got a problem with a friend, a beef with an ex, a boss, a parent, a sibling, anybody in your life, and you want to work it out, go to my website, jmore.com, and click on the email for Sean at Unscripted Casting. Go to jmore.com and click on the email for Sean, S-E-A-N, at Unscripted Casting. I'm going to do my best to resolve your issues, and you make a couple bucks at the same time. Trust me. Get in on this. I'm excited about this project. Let's see if we can squash all the beef with my help. Go to jmore.com and click on Sean at Unscripted Casting. Trust me. Trust me. Trust me. Get in on this. Okay, Warriors, let's party. Put your name on it. Just put your name on it. That's all I say. Be a man or a woman. Put your name on it. It just clicked in my mind that if you just run through somebody's face, a lot of people ain't going to be able to take that over and 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 over again. They're just not going to want that. Run through a motherfucker face. Then you don't have to worry about them no more. Stop. They don't stop non-stop oh, rocking it. Non-stop in the crop top. <laughs> you guys. <laughs> oh, we got a boob alert. <laughs> We're off the tracks, everybody. It's like a child's play, play set, but it's disrupted by pieces coming apart, kind of like my penis. Garden face, brick face, and stucco. If you need any job done in your home, garden state... Brick face and stucco. Hey, take out your boobs. You know, I never used it in my own home until I started the sponsoring a show. I swear to God, I love it now. It's the only way I stucco. Look at those boobs. Look at those boobs. Bravo's dry cleaners, Joey Bravo. Tell them you know fart and friends. You'll get 10% off your dry cleaning. That's quite a deal. Whoa, are you shaved completely? Like, what's going on there? If you go in for your dry cleaning, you just go... They give you 60% off of your dry cleaning. Yeah, that is the magic buzzword is... Whoa, or you could do what uh, Blood Rag just said, and that is uh, you could fart. All right. <laughs> Sarah Tiana is the one that hit me to uh, her and uh, Rob. We're doing their podcast. Like, they just got obsessed with every fucking song in a club. And then I just made her do that sound over and over and over because it made me happy. Wait, listen, whatever makes you happy. Sarah Tiana's happy to please. She's a good kid. Uh, she makes ben dog Glee. bandanas and she whatever. You what know? was that, honey? She makes dog bandanas. She makes dog bandanas. You didn't know about this? Did she, did she move to no? Did she yeah. move to Topanga Canyon? Her, mo- her mom makes them and she sells them on her website. I think oh, that's her she, main merch. These well, days. She doesn't make them though. Well, she sells them. That's different. She makes them popular. Yeah, because yeah. she she's that kind of gal. Are mm-hmm. you still doing idiot test? We're not doing new ones right now, but we just got on Netflix like four or five months ago, and what's we're trending like? on there. What's that like? Netflix? Yeah. It's great. You pay $10 a month, and then your whole family can use it, and it works great. $10 a month? Yeah. People say, Ben Glebe, what's it like being on Netflix? Just like you said, and I say you pay 10 bucks a month, 
and your whole family gets your password, and you can watch idiot tests and also murder documentaries. My life, there it goes. Speaking of, uh, I had to turn off a bathroom light and a fan. Actually, it was bugging me. It's the audio of the fan more than the light that was bothering you. A lot. Be honest about it. Disproportionately so. Does yeah. that bother you, like ambient sounds? Yeah, on a podcast. I don't mind it in life as oh, much. Oh, no, in life it makes me good. Really? Yeah, I'm no, a strange I guy. It. I don't mind that so much. Ben Glebe's in San Diego, May 24th, and he's in my home away from home, my foreign home, Calgary, mm. May 30th. BenGlebe.com. It's G-L-E-I-B-E. When two vowels go walking together, the first one says his name. That's exactly right. BenGlebe.com. Where are you playing in Calgary and where are you playing in San Diego? San Diego, La Jolla Comedy Store. Calgary, the laugh shop. It's fantastic. Where you go shopping for your laughs. It's a good yeah. place, yeah. It, and it's a it, hotel. I'm going to tell you something. It's, it's crazy great. You've yeah. been there before? I've been there a couple times before. I was there like a month ago. It was 20 below zero. Yeah, oh, it's very cold. But the good thing about being a comic is you sleep till 5 p.m. Yeah, you don't have to ever go outside. Like, I, people are like, how do you go to these climates? I'm like, I never go outside for one moment. There's and then there's free popcorn at the bar, the sports bar attached to, right next to the club, and you, you do get know. free popcorn. Yeah, you get it. Yeah. Um, you were doing, um, oh, so Idiot Test, I'm a little obsessed with game show hosts because you were Thank coming you. in. Thank you. And I want your, why are you being, why are you I accepting? I am a game show host, and so I'm accept, on behalf of all of us. I love you. <laughs> I can't even tease you about that. Because I was like, why are you saying thank you if I love game shows? You're like, because I am one? That's yeah. what you're going into? Uh-huh. You're right, Ben Glebe, and I, you know, and I apologize. <laughs> That's cool. Accepted. Greatest game show host ever, when I looked it up, it just kept rounding out all of the list to Bob Barker one, and I say bullshit on that. Mm. All he did is turn his body. Right. Do you agree with me? I, I'm is not, he still alive? He's still alive, I think. He's not doing it anymore. Drew Carey became Bob Barker through a gender reassignment surgery. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's perfect comedy! Wow. Um, I think he still tells people to spay and neuter the pets, which is a nice tip. But that's the only thing you remember about him was was he had a stick mic and told people to spay and neuter their pets. And that's unnecessary message for a game show host. Keep it. I really focused. agree. Like we got troops that can't get health care. Right. That's your issue, bro. And you want me to cut the fucking nuts off of a boxer I just got from somebody's basement on Beaverville? Well, that's the only way that. <laughs> Hey, all of a sudden it's a neutering convention here. What Beaver are we? Will. What's what the are problem? we in Topanga in the eighties? You know, maybe if you kept your dog on a leash, you wouldn't gang rape my fucking shit <laughs> <laughs> Uh But a lot of people don't know this, but the only way that Bob Barker was able to reach orgasm was cutting the balls off of an animal. And so that's why he says it. That's the story behind the story. You only know that if you're a game show host. Wow. Yeah. That was a high it's fucking a fact. It's a fact. <laughs> <laughs> I swear to God. I looked at you for a second like, oh, no. you fucker, you had me. <laughs> wow, Bangley. Yep. Wow. We have wild game show host parties, dude. I, uh, it's so strange to think. Why'd you say Iowa suddenly? Iowa. 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 It was I, uh, and oh, I, I okay. guess the W snuck in there. Yeah, it got in there. Uh, Surrounded by Idiots is your latest special, right? It's my latest tour. That's what my tour is called that. Oh, okay. My well, special it's a special tour. Gangster. It is a special tour. Everybody says that that goes to the shows. You, if you wear a helmet, you're you're comped. Yeah, you get comped for sure. Yeah, that's true. I want to say it's a fantastic title. Thank you. And I think comics. I'll get circle back to game shows, but don't you feel comics spend way too much time obsessing over what to name their specials when nobody yeah. gives a shit? Yeah, yeah. I did that for my first special, Neurotic Gangster. I was really stressed about it. I decided to call it No Filter. And I was ready to go, 
I was polling all my friends, and then I realized that um, Grace Helbig and Mamrie Hart and her crew did a tour called No Filter, and I literally asked her, and she asked all of them for permission to call it No Filter. They all said it was cool, called it No Filter, edited the special, turned it into Showtime, and right before it aired, I'm like, no, change it to to, to Narada Gangster, and I changed it at the last moment before the press went out, and nobody cares either way. But I think you're more gangster than neurotic. I agree with that. Yeah, I agree with that. You don't strike me as an neurotic guy, but you strike me as somebody that will cap a fool mm-hmm. up mm-hmm. in this piece, man. Yeah, but then I like overdo trying to clean up the crime scene. I'll talk to my You can't overdo clean up the crime scene. Let's get that That's straight. That's a good point. Thank you. When you and I did that job in Riverside, mm-hmm. you thought I was stressed out because I kept triple checking if I bleached the underneath the drain where you, you know. And then you caught that drop of blood that I didn't see, so. And that was on me. Yeah. Uh, because that's how every idiot we know has gotten caught getting a murder done is because right. they bleached the whole goddamn bathroom where they chopped the body up. But all the police do is they take that little lid off the drain in the tub. They turn it upside down. All the blood that, like, snuck in under the drain. You always got to check under the drain. But, but you know, it's your own cleanup because you're, you're a little sloppy during your killing sometimes. I'm a little more direct and with it. You know, I'm straight off. Yeah, you're, you know, it's just like when we wrestled at Penn State, your mm-hmm. technique is off the charts and I always tried to get you to brawl. And I'm a brawler with little, a lot less technique than you. And I always tried to get you into the showers after the match and you were right that we should have avoided that because we all saw how that worked out. Well, for Penn me, State it worked showers. out well. well you like many, it. many ejaculates and mm-hmm. nobody had to be castrated like Bob Barker. Well, yeah, but we'll be back in two and two. You know what I mean? I don't like when we argue around the kids. I agree. Sorry, buddy. So, Bob Barker, where is he in the Lexicon of Game Show host for you? I don't know if he's even like that high on the list. I'd, I'd yeah, put him like top maybe 12 or something. I don't know. I, mean, I can't I even mean, name him. Are we including 12. like Jim Caldwell on this list? I don't or? know who that is. Exactly. Is he the founder of my fraternity? Who's Jim Caldwell? Yeah, he's Rush Chapter president. He's damn glad to meet you. <laughs> Jim Caldwell took over for, he did, I think, Tic Tac Doe for one year, and he's on the list of worst. Really? And there's a long list of people with the uh, newlywed game curse, including Paul Rodriguez, mm, who did it for four years. And it's called the newlywed game, right. starring Paul Rodriguez for four years. I'll, I'll sign up for that curse right now. Yeah, I don't mind it. Sherry Shepard did it for like three years. I'm like, well, uh, who else? Somebody else did it. Put every person on the list, and there's like five of them. They go, uh, they're at a disadvantage having to uh, fulfill, uh, to fill the shoes of the beloved Bob Eubanks. Mm-hmm. I'm like, not when you're the fifth fuck. It's been off the air 18 years. Yeah, no one remembers. I, didn't, I, was, I was struggling hey, to remember Eubanks doing it. Watch it. Did you're a big Eubanks guy? He's Bob Eubanks. I know that. that I mean, name he's more alone. of a Rose Parade guy for me, though. Well, you got to earn that shit. <laughs> yeah, you do. One pedal at a time, baby. I love it. Where Bob you, who's Eubanks your favorite now? game show host of all time? I'm, I'm still debating. I'm going to circle okay. back. Okay. Uh, I also want to know where I rank in the list for you. Uh, Why would you laugh? Why was your... Sound engineer, laugh at that question. I don't know. Let's ask Flood. Sound engineer. Who's Flood? <laughs> it's the only sound engineer I even know. Really? Yeah. The word, fl- fl- what band was Flood? Uh, little bands like <clears throat> U2. Uh, okay. Bob Eubanks does like some kind of home or like life insurance commercials now. He's on a couch. And he looks mm-hmm. like the fucking Crypt Keeper. Yeah. Well, he is now. He's, uh, uh, yeah. he's up for it. Final call for the comeback of that. I had a fun night with Bono recently. So you're going to name drop you two at me. I'll name it back at you. All right. I put my pen down. I walked away from the mic. Let's hear it. <laughs> well, I was just in Tulum recently. And I was at this event in Tulum called Summit Series. And then on the last night, uh, a friend of mine I'd made that trip who owns the bar next door asked me if I wanted to come for a drink. And I was like, do I go stay with the event or go for a drink? I'm like, fuck it, I'll go have a drink. I'm with this, 
this friend of mine to the bar next door and find the owner and Melissa on the back of her bar and she's sitting with Bono who was randomly in Tulum on vacation. Why were you there? A corporate gig? No, it was this thing called Summit Series. It's like these people like trying to like change the world and thought leaders and of the future of the world. And you were like a presenter? I was there doing a talk about mastering public speaking because I'm very for money. good at it. Yeah, just money and networking and meeting. And a lot of my friends run the organization. It was a gig, so that's all. It was, yeah. No, it was a mixture. It was family mixed with oh, a gig. Christ. I know you'd like me to say it was just business, but it's not true. Fuck, how are we getting from Bono? Jesus. Anyway, I go there and Bono's there hanging out. And I drank and hung out all night with Bono for like six hours. Became fast friends. Went to, I took him to another bar, took him to the event with me. He has his crew. We were hanging out for hours in the bar before I even realized he had security dudes just circling us all night. Plain clothes guys. But he was cool as shit. He was drunk. We were drinking mezcal. He was very silly. A lot funnier than I expected from Bono. Bono is one of, in my opinion, no, it's not subjective, one of the most underrated songwriters yeah. of all time. Yeah. Ever. Uh, what strikes me about this story right away is that in the back of Melissa's bar in Tulum, mm-hmm. alone yeah. is sitting Bono. Alone, well, he had right two away. Good. If I if I wanted to call Bravo Sierra bullshit, which I don't, because it's you, and I know you wouldn't make this up because we're comics and we report mm-hmm. the truth. Of course, I would go, yeah. Bono just happens to be in the back of Melissa's bar alone because you mm-hmm. know Melissa's just hooked up like that. Melissa, Melissa Perlman, man, hooked up. Well, I didn't know it was Melissa Perlman. I apologize. Perlman. I'm blanking the name of her bar. I wish I could plug it right now because she deserves that after a night like that. But your sound person just researched it. Gitano. Gitano, that's what it is. Gitano. His, his name you. is Corey, first of all. After his gender reassignment <laughs> surgery, Fry Fry 42. Uh, Gitano is the name of the bar. On uh, Twitter. Benglieb on Twitter is Benglieb. Yeah, G L E I B. When the two letters, two vowels go together, they walk together, you say the name of the first one. I roll in and I sit down, and Bono, first thing he said, she introduced me as a comedian. So you go into the bar, but he's in the back of the bar, like a back room or just a back? It's like a big bar, many rooms in the back room, but public. So when you go into the bar, Mm -hmm. she goes, You don't want to be in this area of the bar. I just had to go find her. I just found her, and she was at a table in the back with Bono. I'm like, What the fuck? Is that Bono right there? And we sat down, and she says, This is my comedian friend, Ben Glebe. And I sit down, and immediately he goes, Ben, we're going to do videos called Pub Yoga. We're going to do pub yoga. You know what pub yoga is? Ben, I'm like, what's that? He takes a bottle. He goes like this and like beautifully lifts the bottle and puts it in another part of the table in an acrobatic way. And I said, Bono, we're going to do DVDs of this together. And he goes, yes, Ben, we're going to bring back DVDs, me and you. 50-50 partners. And the night was off from there. It was just fast friends. This makes me happy. Okay. I've heard only great things about Bono. Mm-hmm. My girlfriend, Day, is a private chef, and she was private chef for you two a few times. Yeah. And she said the same thing, that he was silly, mm-hmm. incredibly, impossibly kind. Yeah, so nice. And would just walk in a room and sing, you know, a song. Her name is Day, so we'll just sing a song with Day in it, uh-huh. pre Beautiful Day. Oh, interesting. Um, that makes me happy. Bon, are you a huge U2 fan? Not huge, but I like them a lot. They have one of my favorite songs. I like how you get hammered with the lead singer and do fucking bottle tricks. And yeah. uh, you're like, yeah, they're okay. Yeah, they're what, okay. Whatevs. That's what made me relate to him in a way that didn't make him feel uncomfortable. And then... Sid Barrett kicked me in the dick once. I think he's awesome. <laughs> Bono was nice to me, so whatever. He did throw his dick around in a funny way, though, like still oh. jokingly, but not not literally. Not I don't literally oh. his dick. Just Bono throwing a dick. No, no, no. Just like threw his cloud around, but in just a completely funny way. So then we were gonna go to this other hotel that Melissa used to own, and then Pablo Escobar's people like took it away from her at gunpoint, and so that was where the event was. So I say to Bono, um, "Do you want to go to that event?" And he goes, "You know, what we're gonna do Ben Melissa. We're gonna take." 
the hotel back. We're taking it back tonight. And I go, yes, Bono. He's like, you have no idea the kind of artillery I can bring. You have no idea. I'll drop drones. And I'm like, Bono. He could. Oh, he could. And I'm like, I have a better plan, Bono. It saves the drones. Not legally. Yeah, you can't do that. Like, even in Mexico. He go, I say, you go into the corner of the lobby. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I just died. <laughs> Are you all right? You yeah. just got wet. Yeah, I'm a good kind of almost died. Oh, good. And, wow. and, and I go, Bono, you go in the lobby. You stand in the corner. Drive everybody to your corner. You go, I still haven't found what I'm looking for. And he's like, okay, I'm familiar with the song. And then... We all come in from the back, and they're all distracted by Bono in the lobby, and we take the hotel back easily. He's like, it's a perfect I round. need drones. <laughs> Hang grenades. Yeah. Hang grenades is a terrible way to bring take a hotel over because you damage part of your hotel. A lot of your hotel is damaged A lot of it, it is actually the yeah. better way to go. And you know what? No way the Wi-Fi is running after that. That's a strong point, but People hotel Wi-Fi right. is rarely good anyway. It's, yeah, you I know just what? go cellular. I don't even go on Wi-Fi in hotels. Thanks for the tip, by the You're way. Welcome. Because I'm such a I turn fucking off the Wi-Fi. moron, or to use a Kevin Smith term, ludite when uh-huh. it comes to technology. Sure. I'm like, oh, I could go cellular. When we're done, I'm going to secretly ask Corey what that means. No, it's a key move, though. It's a very key move. And, I don't mind uh, hotel Wi-Fi. I haven't really had any problem with being yeah. connected. My problem is every time I go back to my computer, I got to re-sign into the fucking Wi-Fi. Yeah, that's one my, problem. One. The password is yeah. my last name yeah. and the room, and the room number, number after I type in the name of the hotel. Uh, I forgot. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And then hotel uh, Wi-Fi. Then also the problem, you have to re-log in every time. Also, every time you log in, every other time they go, this is not secure. Your shit's being stolen. You cool with that? I'm like, I guess. You yeah, the iCloud already has every 11-second uh, video of me jacking off. Mm-hmm. And then they go, oh, if you want the free one that's two megabits per month, you can do it for free. Or for nine ninety five, you get actual Wi-Fi. I'm like, fuck you. you I'm don't just going to go cellular. It. I just go cellular. What does that mean? You just turn off your Wi-Fi and use your data on your phone like normal. Not on my computer. No, for the computer. I just don't usually... Who's asking? Much. Shut up. Who's talking to you? <laughs> I don't usually Mr. go Corey, on the computer. Man. But then, you, then I go Wi-Fi. You're right. Then I you go do emails and stuff on your phone? Yeah, I do most things on my phone. My thumbs feel like there's matchsticks on them. Like, you don't have a plus? You got a plus? It's a pretty big phone. It's still, yeah, no, it's I need big. it. big, and then if you go even this way, if you need to read stuff, it's almost like with a Thank book. Thankfully, reached in his pocket for the listener and pulled out just what you consider an iPhone, but he's like, you don't have the plus. You don't have the plus, dude? You don't have the Mega Man sucker fucking Coachella. You Check got a little shirt. baby phone, a little same flip size phone. as yours. It's still my thumbs. Yeah, I feel like the thumbs are okay. You can use the corner of your thumb. You don't have to use the whole flat, fat part of the thumb. You just go tip of it, and you got incredible dexterity. I feel like you know that, and you're just you were talking about Bono a minute ago. Mm-hmm. I've really degra- degraded my story quality. Talking about cellular and thumbs, mm-hmm. which was the name you did not go with for your next special. That is true. Cellular thumbs. That is true. It's hard to say. It is hard. Cellular thumbs. Yeah, yeah it's, it's not tough. great. It has an S at the end there, and no one needs that. So Bono and you traveled someplace. Did you guys move around to Loom? Yeah, yeah, we moved around. Went to a couple different bars. I had a good night. He told me a great story about how U two was formed. And one that makes you like not regret any bad moments in your life. He was in elementary school, and he hated his one. I think it was his Spanish teacher. And so one day he found out where she would eat lunch over a fence in this little park area. He would throw dog shit over the fence <clears throat> at her, try to get into her lunchbox. Instead, landed on her head. He gets expelled from the school, sent to a different school, thinks his life's over at the new schools where he met every member of you two. He didn't throw dog shit. His life is very different. Did he barehand? Did he bareback that dog shit? Or? It's a very good question. I wish I asked. <laughs> Fuck, actually. I wish he said bareback first. Yeah. 
<laughs> if he did bareback the shit, that would be. Did he bareback that duck shit, or he rubbed it all on. He the went raw dog. Mm-hmm. Put Good it right for him. There. Put it right in. So you never know what's going to lead to what. You and I were racing cars earlier outside. Maybe that'll lead to our band. I'm in. Yeah. Uh, every band seems like there's a love affair. You know, uh, in the Stones, it's, I would say it's Keith and Ron Wood now. Mm-hmm. Uh, never Mick and Keith, obviously. In U2, it seems Bono and uh, Larry Mullen Jr. have this, like, just a weird, deeper thing, like, where he introduces them more than the other guys live. Right. Like, it's just... They just all seem to just love, maybe because he's the youngest one, they just love this gorgeous fucking crew-cutted blonde. Well, here's how little I know. I'm not talking about myself. You know, I'm just no, talking about No, you're gorgeous and crew-cutted but, and blonde. But here, here's how little I know you, too, until you said he introduces him more than the other band members. I thought Larry Mullen Jr. might have been their lawyer. I don't even know who that is. All I know well, he's is the drummer. Remember edge. I said he's the drummer. You said the drummer? No, I didn't. You're right. No, okay, thank you very much. We can play that back. You guys can go press the rewind 30-second button and check on your own. Uh, favorite game show host Ben Glebe is the host of Idiot Test on uh, Netflix, mm-hmm. and I get almost every question wrong. Really? So if you have any samples, I'm game. Sure, I help create all the tests after season one, so not the ones that are on Netflix, but after that. I and then I watch you on Dish Network too, mm-hmm. like this morning. Yeah. And the the questions you gave the people in studio, I'm like, oh, that's easy, that's easy. I'm like, Jesus. Where like the people got that got it right, I'm like, there's a trick to this. Is it's that like, the tour of my house video? Or no, you were in the studio. It was oh, like something right. about somebody's got nine donuts, this person needs three, this right, person. And right, I just kept right. subtracting the numbers and I was wrong. Okay. I'll give what you does right he now. weigh? Meat. The guy's a butcher. He's this uh, tall. He's this. He's that. What does he weigh? It's like, I don't know. You know, he weighs meat. He's a butcher. I'll give you a simple one. Yeah. Uh, you're in a running race. What place are you in when you pass the second place person? See, my knee jerk response is first, but I know that's not correct because that's the idiot test. Mm-hmm. I'm in a running race. Mm-hmm. What place am I in? Mm-hmm. When you pass the second place person. I don't have an answer at the first, do you? No. First. I mean, no, you guess first, and then you said, you said, I don't believe in my own answer. I said, yep, don't believe in that, and you went back to first. That's a very interesting talk about circuitous. That's the word. So the answer's first. The answer's second. You passed the second place guy, you're the new second. You didn't pass the first place guy. Oh, okay, that makes sense to me. Thank That's you. fine. Thank you. Give me another one. Okay, I only have really, I think, this one Somebody's more. in their car right now, stoned as fuck. They're not even sure how they, they got crashed. In, they're, they're, like, not, they're not even sure how they got, they're not even sure how they got into Burbank. <laughs> You've been that high where you're like, yeah. Coldwater Canyon's long. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you just keep going. What? You start, like, in fucking Beverly Hills, you wind up, like, in a farm. In the farm. Well, I remember your old joke that, that I loved, very local joke. Is your phone break? No. Your little miniature no, phone. Well, that's just, a miniature phone. You don't have a plus. So that was a hold phone. No, it's bad no. radio to do okay. that. Well, this is a minute. Let's put our penis. To, let's dock our dicks. Yeah. Yeah. Tommy sticks. When you measure dicks, you have to go hard, though. That makes it a lot gayer than you wanted why to else? be originally. Why would you measure your penis soft? That's my point. That's my point. But I love your old joke. Very L.A.-oriented joke uh, where you go, the 101. I'm sorry. Is it south? Is it east? What is with the, the schizophrenia of the directions here? You know, I'm so happy you just said that. Skylar Stone will do that. Like he'll um he'll go, Hey, we do this bit tonight, he's still doing it and he'll say something I have no memory of even doing <laughs> and I'm like, Wow and it's like eleven minutes. Mm. I have no memory of that. I remember all of it right now in this moment because I've never cataloged any of my material. That's a mistake. 
Not really. I don't really category catalog it great either, but it's a yeah, like for you're you. the Dewey Decimal of fucking. I'm not Arnie Adams with it. I'm not, I don't file in cabinets. Well, you're also not angry. That's true. Does Skyler Stone have an impression of you? No. Oh, he should. It's a good impression. Of He's the one that said he kept reminding me about you, and I was like, yeah, what am I doing? Not this pastime. Right. Um, Our relationship is finally repairing itself. We had some hard patches, me and Skyler. That's my point. Mm-hmm. He tore my picture off the wall at the improv one time. I was going to ask you about who did it. Okay. Oh, yeah. Skyler Stone. Uh, but it's back up. This is a much worse spot. Skyler, still want to know the story about you doing coke with uh, Marilyn Manson. That's my point is my go-to now when I'm gaslighting somebody. <laughs> That's my point. It sounds like Peter Falk in the in-laws. I'm the classic agency type. I have um, not met Marilyn Manson, but I imagine he is a party. Uh, maybe or not. A, or a downer. I met him once at the Laugh Factory, and he was, he was nice. Yeah. But I think I was him because the whole time it was just Rose McGowan needs a daddy. Oh, my God. Mm. Mm. Yeah. She's an angry person. That's fine. Yeah, I'll handle that. I'll t- I'll <laughs> take I'll take care of my daughter's anger issues. You just do you like her short hair vibes though? I need you to relax, okay? Okay. I need like you to just take a little you fucking powder. She looks great with you. Why wouldn't I love her? You have the same hairstyle. That's the only question, sir. I'm going to ask you. you to calm down. Take <laughs> once. <laughs> have you ever heard the story of uh, you know Blake Clark, the comedian? Yeah, of course. He was in for the listeners. He's the water boy guy. In the movie The Waterboy, like, he don't beat me. He, like, never speaks English. All right. They were playing pickup basketball. He was a Vietnam vet. He is a Vietnam vet. Decorated. Sure. He was like, a fucking, here comes the rooster. Yeah. He was the guy. Mm-hmm. And nobody knows it. Nobody knew it. And they're playing pickup basketball someplace. And he's just getting fucking fouled. Like, some guy's just throwing bows. Mm. And throwing bows. And... He just keeps going. Let's, let's let's not let's not let's play let's not fouling on here. You know let, why don't why don't we you know just lobbying with the guy and then finally he goes that's enough and the guy goes what and the guy drops the basketball and walks up to Blake Clark their nose nose and he goes sir I'm gonna ask you to take one step back and the guy goes and goes to form a word fucking out damn karate chop in the throat in the Adam's apple damn. and everybody's like oh. We didn't know Blake Clark was a fucking savage killer. Wow, and then Blake goes, sleep in those rice patties, bitch. And he was like, We were fighting fucking ghosts out there, man. (laughs) Eyeball to eyeball in your goddamn black pajamas. There's something happening here. Uh, Sir, I'm going to ask you to take, what'd you say? I was trying to sing something happening here. Oh, at least it's Simon Garfunkel. Theme song, but it's like kidding, reproduce. No, you did it. You did fine, buddy. Thank you. Trust your rifle there. Thank you very much. Um... Sir, I'm going to ask you to take. <laughs> I'm going to have to ask you to take one step back. And before he took the step, you put him. Well, down. the guy went to say he didn't take a step back. Oh, he okay. went to say something, which is a forward, mm, yeah, it is, <laughs> aura type thing, and he just killed him. Uh, not literally, maybe. All right, so let's rein this in. So drinking with Bono mm-hmm. in Tulum mm-hmm. at Melissa's bar. Yep, I believe is a Van Morrison song. <laughs> um, you have a drink is a bar. Surrounded by Idiots is your tour now Yep Tickets uh, at Glebe.com Ben Glebe G-L-E-I-B dot com yep. Surrounded by Idiots San Diego May 24th And mm-hmm. Calgary At the place we both love The Laugh Stop in Calgary Laugh Shop What did I say? You said Laugh Stop So that's I don't know well, how your shows go That's, but my, that's, my, that's my point <laughs> Yeah, I'll be at the Off the Hook Comedy Club in Naples, Florida this Thursday through Sunday, April uh, 3rd through 7th. And then I'll be in Boise, Idaho uh, the week after that, 
Thursday through Sunday, like the April, you know, some 10 through whatever. All right. So it's fair. What Rose McGowan and I do, like, I don't, it doesn't matter who was there. It's not a funny time. It doesn't matter who who was there before me doesn't concern me Mm -hmm. because I'm there now and I'm present. I understand that. You're, you're charmed now. Bert Convey's bio, game show host. Upon seeing him behind a desk or a podium, there's something immediately appealing about Bert Convey. And I was like, give me a fucking, you know what? They're right. What's Bert Convey from again? Uh, who knows? Because modern game shows, they don't even get a podium often. Ellen has one, but I don't have, I don't have a podium. Modern game shows. Uh, I, don't have a, I don't have a podium. Have you asked for one? No, I like to be free and walk around that stage. It makes more like a stand-up vibe. Where do I rank in your lexicon of game show hosts? You're avoiding the question. Oh, I, I didn't even know it was like really applicable because oh. these guys were all like cadavers. You're, you're, I mean, the fact that you're even doing it's like being a, a headlining stand-up comic who's white. Right. There's six of us. That's very true. It's me, you, Kevin Nealon, Norm MacDonald. Bill Burr. He's past. Oh, you mean he's I, in another dimension. Stuff, like, yeah. yeah. True. Bert, <laughs> that Bert Coffee and Tombstones oh, with Bert Coffee came up. First, second, third, fourth. You're not kidding Bert about Bert cadaver, Bert Coffee, Bert Coffee, Bert Coffee. All cadaver images first up? No cadaver, it's just a stone. Oh, yeah, a lot of stones. Game show history. Match game super password. Okay. So that means he was before Gene Rayburn and Match Game. Mm. And I think Gene Rayburn might be my favorite. I like Gene a lot. I did homage to Gene on one of our episodes of Video Test. I played Gene Gleeburn. No, we did an episode took place in the 70s. And I had sideburns and a mustache and a leisure suit. I understand what he looked like. I was making a joke about his personality because he was drunk. Where they had to minimize the show to A or B. (laughs) And the contestants like had a strategy. Like, which question should I ask you? A or B? And they're like, hmm. B. All right. Mary, Mary, quite contrary. Your garden really grows so much, it looks like blank. (laughs) (laughs) The best game show. That's fun. Blank. It makes it simple, man. People like a simple game. It's really hard to come up with a freaking game show these days because that's the one thing. I invented a good one recently I was developing, and then the network bought it and then passed on it. So I may take it out again. Who knows? But Idiot Test was a pretty unique format because most game shows are trivia, and ours was... Brain test. You don't need to know anything. Just how does your brain work? Can you figure? Give me it another out? one. I have one more I can do verbally that doesn't need the visual. Um, uh, and I have my greatest game show host. Period. Okay. And I don't think it's subjective. And I want you to agree with me. How many of each animal did you Moses, emphasize each right away? How many of each animal did Moses bring on the ark? Zero, one, two, three, or four? One. Why? Because he brought one animal in pairs. No, it's zero because it was Noah, not Moses. By accenting each, I threw you off, didn't I, baby boy? Can I oh, tell you something? Oh, yep. If your penis was out of your pants right now, I'd pinch the helmet and you wouldn't like it because of what you just tricked me with. I hate that. Thank you. It's not exactly who's buried in Grant's tomb or what color is George Washington's white horse. That's not my penis. That's your dog. We just discussed this. Bertie, I'm sorry. Give me another one. I think that's I'm the all worst I have as far as, as far yeah. You as hosted it for six years. God forbid you have know, a couple of top your verbal head. ones is different. You're a real creep. <laughs> Greatest name of a game show host, by the way, all the names with the exception of Ray Combs, yeah, who uh, who hanged himself. Yeah, he did. He did. Wow. Yeah, uh, he did. He was wow. not back right after this. No, you know what I mean. He took over for Richard Dawson, and he was uh, doing. Sounds it. right. Like it was everything was working. I believe he was great. He was great. 
I didn't wow. mean to make light. I just couldn't avoid the joke at the same time. So I guess I just making light, but still, you know. No, I think you made. He's not around to, to hear about it. Uh, top five answers on the board. <laughs> Ray Combs hanged himself with something. I can't <laughs> Uh, red vines. What? What? Uh, red vines is good. Red, good answer. Good answer. I like when the family applauds the most fucking idiotic yeah. answer. Something you bring on a camping trip. Judge your family a, a little. Faucet. Good. Quick. <laughs> Great answer. I can see it. Portable faucet. I've noticed this about Family Feud. If it's a black family and it's like an idiotic answer, Steve Harvey's like, okay, all right. <laughs> if it's a white family, it's an idiotic answer. He just looks at the camera like, can you, like Norman Fell. <laughs> can you fucking believe? Which was one of the great greatest moments in sitcom history. I don't know why they allowed it. Why did the Three's Company producers allow only Norman, Norman Fell, Fell to break the fourth wall and look at the camera? <laughs> no other character could do. He goes in the main character. He was allowed to laugh at his own joke, turn to the camera and go, with this self-satisfied smile. I'm, I'm a little angry. I haven't thought of that myself. Yeah. And I'm also really moment. happy that you and I have connected here. Mm-hmm. So I have another person in my life other than john hastings to do these actual conspiracy things yeah it's that weird. Are real it's weird was he the star of the show was it all in round his mind and jack tripper was her dog just was it a snot that happened on to me or yeah she sneezed okay let's come on where do i put my problem with uh three's company is jack tripper spent every waking moment trying to get laid right in the moment a woman touches his knee under the table he goes yeah <laughs> like what do i do what do i do uh, so no wonder norman fell believed he was gay yes true and it also gave me well he was also pretending he was gay but it it gave me um a lot of anxiety early in my life me too Even i always though, had angst watching yeah it. watching that show because they never they would never explain the misunderstanding to mr roper or, or mr whatever Mr. Furley at the end they would just let the episode end and the guy thought that he was a criminal and the thing I'll exactly like, I'll, tie I'll, it I'll up I'll tell you an actual example oh. Chrissy is in Chrissy Snow's in the kitchen petting a puppy's mm-hmm. tummy mm-hmm. and going you like that when I touch your puppy I'm gonna go lower look at you <laughs> and the puppy sticks his arms out you're getting a little stiff Jack's on the other side of the door like what <laughs> and then yeah I'm like why didn't you just go hey I thought you were jerking a guy off in here yeah just in act three by the way I was I was a puppy like I didn't like leaving knowing Mr. Roper was just up all night trying to figure it out Let I don't think he was hook. you don't I, think so I think once Mrs. Roper Stanley put her hooks in him he how often do you think they were fucking Roper and never Mrs. Roper never no never not once a year at the anniversary or the birthday no, because really? he'd, he'd fake like a sickness. Yeah, I guess. But you How think did we get start? on Norman Fell? You were talking about the best games you host of all time. Right. And their best names. Specific, but somebody remember. looked at camera. Oh, like you Norman. said someone breaking the camera. Hmm. Right. What, who's your, you said earlier your favorite of all time, indisputable, you believe. Yeah, but like, a, a, like this is like regarding Henry, a piece of my life. You want to go back to where that tangent well, happened? If I'm listening, I'm like, well, are you going to fucking tell me what the thing was? Well, I guess it's not that important, man. Well, no, but you said that part. You didn't say the answer to the, your favorite of all time. I was getting to that, and before that, I was, oh, my God. People can hit the 30-second back button and We hear. sound like an old couple on Coke. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and that's hard, hard to find. Dick Clark, greatest game show of all time. Yoke, he's pretty good. Because he yeah. actually tried to help you after yeah. you failed, as opposed to Alex Trebek, same uh yeah, he was a good Moved combo. The polar like, opposite, where Alex Trebek's like, sorry, we're looking for sorry. syllabants. Yes. Uh, things only I know for eight hundred. You still control the board. <laughs> yeah, I do. And like Dick Clark would come over at the end and go, "Hmm, um, these croutons are crowding me." 
<laughs> things a salad would say. You're right. Like, and he put his hand on your shoulder, and he it was, was never condescending. You're right. He was a good. He really cared and wanted you to help you. He was a combo of like Johnny Carson meets like the Bob Eubanks vibe. He had both worlds. Yes. And I didn't want this conclusion. I couldn't avoid this conclusion that mm. Dick Clark, who became a crypt keeper, they all become wow. All the game shows become grip keepers. Mm. You know, they wheel him out on New Year's Eve with a fucking stroke. Mm-hmm. So he could, like, sort of count down. Yeah. And I was like, guys, stop. Like, when the Douglases, they keep they wheel out the old man, the Oscars, mm-hmm. and he give, like, He's a heart. He's cracking jokes still. He's still... Is he? They're really funny? <laughs> like, you know, if we're going to treat everybody equal, then we have people that, you know, shouldn't be in front of a billion-person audience going... I'm not going to impersonate a stroke person. Okay, well, neither some, will you. Some would say that you're, you're, that would be not treating them equally. You're like, if we're going to treat everybody equal, we shouldn't put stroke people in front of cameras. Right, because you're on camera to, Look, deliver, a, to deliver a funny line. Right. Yeah, I hear that. But don't give me a standing ovation. No, I agree with I that. As I fucking drool on my lapels into my yeah. American flag pin because I had a stroke. Because then I'm going to think I'm funny the whole day. And I'm going to be right. pinching waitresses' Cracking. asses like, they know I'm the guy. It's What's a, up? Look, it's an interesting point because I'm all for equality, of course. But at the same time, like, not everybody can do every job. Like, I was at TSA and I got patted down by mm. a one-armed man. No joke. And I'm like, couldn't he be just the guy looking at the screen? Does what he airport? have to be on pat-down duty? And Corey, you're LAX? Gonna me, you're going to book me momentarily. <laughs> it was LAX. Years ago. You got pat-down by man. a one-armed man. Yeah, and I'm like, first of all, Wilco- twice as long. Is that a Wilco song? Because <laughs> that ain't Bono. <laughs> I got patted down by a one-armed man boom, who boom, rode a three-legged boom, greyhound boom, 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 at the door of the devil boom, I know. Boom, boom, that was almost Bono. <laughs> um, yeah, Dick Clark's my guy. And I did not want I like that. Him. The only thing missing from him for, as far as game show host that makes him not the best for me, it wasn't the funniest guy. Not very funny. Sincere. Who's funny? Well, a lot of them are funny. Steve Harvey's pretty funny. Uh, Louis Anderson was not What's bad. What's the first name you said? Steve. I, didn't, I honestly didn't. Oh, just Steve Harvey. Okay. Pretty funny. Louis Anderson, pretty funny. Um, I love Louis. Yeah. Hey! I don't have a... I don't have a... Uh, eating problem, I have a butter problem. Mm. Pomeranian? Who's that, the singer? <laughs> <laughs> he said that to me about... I think it was Jamie out at his house. Uh, Jesus uh, Christ, I forgot about this. Uh, Abraham, will you bring us water? I should clap my hands or something. Like an old dictator when I ask him to do that. <laughs> I just, did you see that fucking movie with Jamie Foxx? The singer? <laughs> Like completely in on it at all times. That's so good. He's Don't so tell good. Abraham I'm smoking. And such a supportive dude. Nice man. Yeah, he's a beauty. Nice man. Burkhamby's up there. Chuck Woolery was the original Wheel of Fortune guy. Woolery's Woolery's up there. But like I have this like this ingrained pushback on these guys, and I shouldn't. Like because they're game shows. Well, no, because like Dick Clark and like Bob Eubanks, I'm all in on. Right. Richard Dawson. I mean, the guy was in Hogan's Heroes. The guy was in war movies. Yeah, I liked Richard Dawson. He's one he of made out OGs. with like fat ladies from Iowa. Yeah, every, you couldn't do that these days. I'm a little flirty on my show. And this you was, could do it. Yeah, I hope so. I think the key is just to be all out of fucks. I always just thought it I'm was funny. On the lip. I can't kiss her, kiss, right. can't kiss her on the lips. Look, the, the, to me, of the dynamic of it makes a whole other layer of if it fun to watch a game show is when the host is like weird and flirty and it adds a sexual dynamic. That's part of a game show history to me. But that's so I the thought thing it was funny to Richard, flirt. I'm going to put Richard Dawson 1A because it wasn't weird. I, I might agree with that. It wasn't weird right. that he kissed every On the female 
flush yeah. on the lips. Even grandmas and stuff. And yeah. it lingered. Mm-hmm. They all got the same, like, mm-hmm. you know what's up, kiss. Yeah. yeah. And, and it's like, know. we're just friends, but uh, don't put your thumb like that in your fist, honey. Well, I would wish I'd break it if I was punching somebody. Yeah, I'm not punching somebody. anybody. Right, you can't do it anytime. Go. You want a fucking pacifier? You want to go share your onesie? You want pee pee pants? You want pee pee pants? Where do you think this interview is going? I need to be ready in fighting stance. It's just a habit. You know, okay. I'm, I'm a, a fight coach. If I'm about to fight, I would keep it out. I'm a fight coach. But also, like, how hard do you. Pu- I guess that could break your thumb. Just People not, say it. It's not going to hurt me. Is it true you can kill somebody by just punching up in their nose? Uh, so you can you kill hear. somebody punching them anywhere. You just right. hit an artery in a weird way. That just goes right into the brain. Yeah, I, here's the spot. The Blake Clark, Adam Dabble. The old Blake Clark. Wink I'm a, Martindale. Do me a favor and step back while Wink Martindale, uh, I'm a big fan of. Only because, I don't remember. Oh, I do he remember. Blessed he blessed my show. What? He came, he was there during the launch of Idiot Test around GSN, Game Show Network, and he would. He was very sweet to me. He took photos, he wished me luck. He had a giant gorilla teeth. Yeah, but it smelled Grill great. Grill of, not gorilla. It smelled great. I went. Yeah, I, I, I think oh every guy. Yeah. I think every game show host smells great. Smells great. He, he inspired me because he's like 80, 90 years old. And I even saw him at like a rock show that one of our producers went to and he was there and still smelled great. He had a hip jacket. He inspired me to stop smelling bad. Well, just to make sure I smelled good, for the record. I always smelled fine. But I'm like, I can never let it go because this is a tradition I have to uphold. I got to smell fresh and so, you so took clean. A, you, like you took being a game show host... Seriously. Well, I never wanted to do it ever. I thought it was so cheesy. The I've always wanted profession. to do it. My agents don't believe me. Really? They're like, nah, you don't want to do that. I'm like, no, I just told you, you know what I'd like to do? Because it's like, you go yeah. in, I guess you have no, like, I love it now. It seems like you have six months off. Oh, you do? You have like nine months off, dude. You have nine months off. We yeah. shot the whole show in six weeks, actually. You have ten and a half months off. All right. 65 episodes. Leave me alone. In three and a half weeks. Three and a half weeks. Sorry, that's what I should have said, because that's the truth. So you I'm putting Richard Dawson number one. Okay. Ben, I don't know. Ben Cleave number two? Take I can't even put you in the list because these guys are... I don't know if you've watched enough episodes. You're watching maybe Netflix where it's season one. I haven't found my footing quite yet. Just wait till Netflix picks up hopefully seasons two through four. Is that when the priest gets whacked or when there's the episodes with all the kids in the docks of Maryland? No, it's the kids in, in Maryland because we like This to... is post-Omar. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Gene Rayburn, we both love. Mm-hmm. He's in the top three. Dick Clark, Alex Trebek, you got to put in the top because he's absolutely not. I really? I think it's an absolute no way. Well, he reads questions. That's a good point. There's no he show have to do very much. Huh? Zero show. Yeah, people said like for a while he was hinting he would quit like a year ago, and people were like, "Ben Glebe, you should do it." I'm like, I don't know if I'd want to host Jeopardy. I would do it for the money probably, but but you don't do anything. There's no showcase of your personality. You out of your fucking mind? I mean, I would do this it. This podcast money. is over. I don't, do, know if, I, I don't know if I want to I host do Jeopardy. I for the money, but it wouldn't be the most fun gig, is my point. It would be fun messing with the conventions of him going on the road and being like, oh my God, the host of Jeopardy just said that shit. That'd be fun. Oh, you don't get six weeks off on Jeopardy, probably. Also, they would tape, tape a lot. Yeah, they tape a lot. But, you know, I don't know. I just feel like even in the think, interviews, it's very friendly. I don't think friendly. anybody, and you'd know way more about this. I have you at number uh, six all No, I have you five all the time. Thank you. I appreciate that. I don't know if anybody on earth. I just don't think I, you're a comic. I don't I think of you that. that way. I get that. You know, I, you know, I want to hang out and all. No, I feel that. <laughs> Appreciate that. I just don't We're think of you that way. Forever. I don't know if anyone on earth, and I want your input, could possibly host Jeopardy for less than one point two million. Yeah. I mean, a guy across the street, cold. Yeah. That's what he's going to get. Yeah. Oh yeah. 
Like easy. A nobody. Easy, not in easy. show business. Oh, for sure. A guy that changed the They're not the offering lamps. less than a million. But then again, this business, you don't know, dude, that it could be like a Shepherd's huge opportunity. It's going to grow. First season, 100 grand. I can see it. I saw that. I could see it happen. I looked down at your hand. You, faced, you switched your thumb. You didn't yeah, realize it. You're a out. cutie pie. Thank you so much. I take Wink Martindale, uh, the Dennis Miller job. What kind of a name is Wink Martindale? This is my daughter, Rem Cycle. <laughs> oh, that was what I was saying. So I didn't want to be a game show host originally at all because... I thought it was very cheesy. The, the blues travel lyric, they all seem like game show hosts to me. It's Sting, actually. It's that sings that lyric. Well, well, and I didn't want to do that. In all fairness, blues traveler right. and Sting, they're very different. Identical. You think? No, I'm being sarcastic. Okay, good. And so I didn't want to do it. And then I thought it was just like very cheesy. And they even hired a like coach for the first few episodes of the first season. And they were like, he'd be, be off camera being like smile smile and I'm like fuck you not smiling I'm not gonna smile I didn't smile on the show and I only smiled if a contestant earned it they genuinely made happy? me laugh would you stifle it I would Edith? yeah I would I wanted to be the old British lady from The Weakest Link or The Weakest Link bye bye mixed with Simon Cowell that was my inspiration for hosting and I wanted people to come out to my gun that added to me an extra dynamic I don't think you add anything by being cheesy and funny and friendly on a game show I'd be friendly if the contestant said something charming or funny. But I want stone face well, what about make the them more nervous. Like I'm coming in cold as a viewer. I think it's an extra dynamic for the viewer. I understand this now. Actually, yeah. it makes good sense. Because comedically, I wanted to be able to have a persona where I could be funny and weird. Good horse sense. <laughs> yeah. That was my thought. And so That's I was my point. pretty tough with it. And then I, that made it, for me, viable to do. Because I'm like, now comedically, I feel okay about it. Because... Yeah. Okay. I can be a hard ass, and therefore I can be as sarcastic as, as, as I want. So half of every episode of Idiot Test, I'm just doing crowd work. I'm making fun of people pretty aggressively, and it's half of every episode is a comedy special. Well, you cut a off half special. I would call it a special. Well, I would call it like a crowd work special. Maybe, maybe just like I would, a lot of people yeah, say I went I'm up last night. Prolific comedian. I did that some time. And, you are actually. Oh, you actually are a prolific comedian. Well, you know, 400 episodes of TV, but oh, that's cute. Not, not bad. You've so, done shitload of TV. That's yeah, 400 of I remember when I was nine. <laughs> Instagram, you hosted, by the way, a uh, pilot that I did. Jokes on you, a hidden camera show. You came in after the taping, and they had you in a control room, pretending like you were watching the pranks happen live. Sally, uh, yeah, Sally Ann. What's her last name? Four nine five. Sasano, something. Sally Ann Sasano, yeah, something like that. From four nine five. You did it, and then I came in after. Yeah, that seemed odd. Yep. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe you were in the truck, and they didn't tell us. That's possible. Possible. Well, you hosted the show. No, I was just one of the cast members. It was me and. Oh yeah, I do remember that yeah. very well. Was, okay, I thought we you were hosted doing very like, elaborate pranks. It was very funny stuff in that thing. Like I don't know why I didn't get picked up because I do. I'll tell you exactly tell why. why. I'll tell, I'm the reason I didn't get picked up. Really? Because Sally, Italian girl from Jersey, yeah, Five Productions, Jersey Shore, like yeah. prints money. Yeah. Just goes. Now we're almost done for the day. If you could just look at camera and go, you suckers. I went now. Yeah. She goes, no, nah, just do it. I go, no, that's, that's like absurd. Right. I don't talk that way. Like no one ever. Uh-huh. You, like picture like uh, the situation from Jersey Shore. You picture him going like, ah, we thought it'd be funny. The dentist, but he doesn't really know. He's not a real dentist, but he doesn't know he actually is. And he's right. like, ha, ha, you suckers. <laughs> and I went, absolutely not. We did do a dentist bit. And she, I know that's what made me think of it. Mm-hmm. And, and she goes, well, just do one like, just do one. I go, I've been show business a while. You do that's one. The one. That's it. the poster. Oh, yeah. And that was it. Yep. I wouldn't You think give that's why a, it didn't get picked up? Because I you know didn't that, say suckers. I know that's what she really wanted. Right. That vibe. 
Right. Overall, like, right. ah, stupid. Because, look, I always wanted to be on Punk because I wanted to punch Ashton Kutcher in the face. Not because of him. Mm-hmm. I got no problem with the guy. I think he's really talented. He's handsome. Right. He's from Iowa. Yeah, knows tall, about wrestling. Tall. Yeah. Smart enough to marry Demi Moore. Good mm-hmm. for him. And then, and then he stopped that marriage. He still did it. And then he got married to Mila Kunis. Basically uh, that's a younger where was, Demi Moore. That's where I was going next. Mm-hmm. You know, he did his thing. Yeah. But the fact that, like, you can film, like, it turns out your kid wasn't in the car that just rolled into the lake. Like, oh, really? <laughs> and no one's ever just punched that, like, no Alan Funt from Candid Camera in the face. Mm-hmm. And I'm guessing that would be the highest rated episode of all time. It would be. I did a sketch Because if once. I knock somebody out to quote uh, Paul Anka, yeah. I slice like a fucking hammer. Is that a Paul Anka quote? You know, the Paul Anka meltdown? I don't know about the Paul we'll Anka We'll play it on the way out. Oh, uh, shit. He goes, who's the guy in the end with a t-shirt? T-shirts! Where's Joe? Because when I get mad, I slice like a fucking hammer. The oh, guys geez. get shirts. Jeez. <laughs> it's a great tirade because he, none of his points make sense. <laughs> Paul I Anka. love that. Who are you looking at the other show? I love that. I did a National Country Hidden Camera show also called The Real Wedding Crashers that was on NBC. Let's keep the not circle. successful. Well, I disagree. Not beloved. That's all right. It's okay. Like when they go like, that failed, that failed, that. Like, well, you know what? These people put their balls on the line and they made something oh, I love for it. you to criticize. So everybody that <laughs> criticizes can kiss my ass. I agree. I wish people embra- embrace shit more. Basically, a great moment from that. Yep. Go ahead. No? Okay. From you that jokes guess. on you prank. One, one time I was playing the CEO of a sugar factory in this one prank. And oh, first of all, already, it's perfect. Yeah. I'm not kidding. It's so good. That's comedy. And I'm interviewing I'm CEO of a sugar, of a sugar factory. factory. Not a company. No. Factory. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm interviewing for assistance. And one of them comes in with the interview. And during the interview, I start going into diabetic shock in the middle of a sugar factory. So she thinks right. I'm about to die. And I'm like, my insulin shot, please. It's in the briefcase. And so she runs to the briefcase. And she's like, there's a combo lock. What's the combo? And I go, it's my wedding anniversary. She goes, what's your wedding anniversary? I go, the day I was married. Open it up. The classic. I'll tell you what makes it a classic for me. Yeah. The fact, and I think that what makes it a classic for me is lost on 99. I know it is. 99% of humanity. Yeah. The fact that a factory mm-hmm. has a CEO. Mm-hmm. I don't think the people that wrote the sketch Realized knew that, that was that funny. Yeah, true. The fact that somebody wanting to be your assistant would get the joke like, I can't believe how ironic this is. The CEO of a sugar factory. He's having a diabetic It's just there's a guy in front of me having a fucking mm-hmm. flop around seizure. Mm-hmm. Like, it was, it's only for the viewer that it all falls into place. Yes. Which makes it kind of brilliant. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. That's my favorite thing with Hidden Camera, always is finding that line. Even on Idiot Test, finding the line where you, the person you're making fun of live does not know you are. And the home audience does. That's oh, the perfect line. The and show so, I was, okay. well, but and then, but in another tape, we ran that bit twice. I started going in diabetic shock, and the woman just freaked out and ran down the hall. And would not woman. help. It was a black woman. It had to be. And then, she, how about I knew that right away? I was like, please! And she just took candies from a dish in the lobby and threw them down the hallway. <laughs> really? That was her contribution to helping. <laughs> how did you know it was woman? a black woman? Because it's just a very it's, great response for a black. It's not she fun. was like, Ooh. White, "White lady doesn't make me laugh." Yeah, true. But it made you happy the whole thing. So I'm like, "It's a black lady." It was great. Like, uh-uh. Yeah. Uh-uh, no. I have no part of this shit. Like, you got to knock it off. Mm-hmm. Like, this medical condition you have? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't have time in my day for your bullshit, child. Mm-mm, mm-mm. No, I do not. Uh, you dying, are one dying. of... You know, I always want to do a hidden camera show. I've talked to Skylar about this because I wanted to... Like, it's kind of like Khan. Yeah. Not really, but it's in the genre. And he just kind of punted, so I'll bring it to you. Okay, great. And uh, Gaslight, because I just... You can too. Like, yeah, we guess like listeners now. Oh yeah, just check into a hotel. Remember the book Letters from a Nut? Uh huh. Ted L. Nancy. Oh, they found out who it was finally. 
Well, that was the fake. Oh, name. that's a suit. That was the fake name. I think it, it might was, be Larry David and Seinfeld. Well, I heard it was Bob uh, Bruce Valanche for a long time. Nobody knows. Nobody it's knows. like, hey, dear Coca Cola, I got a new product coming out. I just want to let you be aware of it. It's called Kayat Doke. And then Coca Cola <laughs> writes back like that's absolutely legally impossible. He's yeah. like, no, no, no. We're all set to go. And the fucking correspondence just goes for weeks. We're like, you get a room in a hotel. It's like we're going to have a tickle party. Mm-hmm. And they're like, no problem. Get your room. It's on a great floor. We need to be uh, right next to the elevator. Yep, got it. And, and your staff immediately. And your staff is okay being tickled. They don't like that's that. like the eighth letter. Are they quick laughers? Yeah, it's great. Are they? Are they particularly ticklish? Can you test it out? Like, no, we can't guarantee our staff will be tickled. In fact, we frown on. And the well, people don't, like, the fact problem. that they respond mm-hmm. made it so great. But it's like I think you should call the show Troll Farm. Or just trolling trolling for dollars. Or just trolls. Well, it's not a game show, honey. It's a hidden camera show, I meant to say. Yeah, like me just talking to somebody to checking into a hotel. Yeah, like, yeah. So but it should be easy. called Troll instead of Gaslighting. Because nobody pays attention. Yeah, it's true. I know. You ask somebody a yes or no question, they don't give you yes or no. Yeah. There's a fucking story... And they tell you their favorite color and like the combo lock from that sketch mm-hmm. that you know they watched. <laughs> yeah. And you're like, all right, same question. It's really bizarre. Yeah, like, so somebody just looking at focus. a computer. How many times you, oh, my, my credit card got declined last night at Kelson's. And then it went through and the guy goes, hold on a second. This isn't right. I'm like, it just fucking went through. And I stood there for like six minutes. The guy's like making check marks on a receipt. And I'm like, well, what's the zip code here? And he goes, why? I go, because I'm going to let my credit card company know. My card got declined. He goes, oh, um, it's on the receipt somewhere. Like, the guy panics. Mm-hmm. People are just weird out there. Yeah. So I think we can gaslight them. It's easy, very and easy. And when they fall down, people. we make love to Rose McGowan, both of us, right both on top of, of their bodies as they're laying there. Really? Yeah, well, I feel like only if she's incredibly into it because she's, you know, the leader of this movement. And so if she's down. Oh, you know what? Yeah. She's become the leader of the Me Too movement. Well, this isn't harassment. Mm, well, no. Do you know I mean, my joke about that? It. No. I go, here's a, if I ever get me too, first of all, I'm uh, impotent. <laughs> it's, it's all, every erection has been beaten out of me by life and <laughs> person who won't be named. Uh, uh, second of all, how come nobody's ever had this defense? Her, wait, sexual harassment? I was trying to fuck her. What would you say? <laughs> like, at some point, I had to close the gap. <laughs> like, that's not like, no, I drove to the Inland Empire. I sat on her couch. I've been here. It's 5 o'clock in the morning. It's the third photo album. I saw her brother's mustache phase and where her dad wore those 80s t-shirts. The sun's coming up. i got to drive back. She's harassing me. Mm-hmm. In that instance, sure. <laughs> in <laughs> that particular instance. My God, we're going to get lumped into that now? I'm just saying, Joe Biden's getting in trouble because he smelled someone's hair and kissed the top of Can her I head. Tell you something? Joe Biden doesn't give a fuck. Right. And that's the key. That's the key. Because Joe Biden smells, like Richard Dawson, smells, someone's smells hair. people's hair. Mm-hmm. That's who Joe Biden is. Yeah. He's a blue-collar, fucking hand-shaking, baby-kissing, right. baby-shaking, well, hand-kissing. One of those. He does a lot of bit of both. My sister's a ass. A lot of bit of both. Yeah, that's crossing the line. See, that's where the line gets crossed. We're talking about bareback and dog shit? Mm-hmm. Bono, bareback, right dog shit. To, to the lunchbox. Yeah. My and friends, so, we got to... Go ahead. No, I don't have anything else to say. <laughs> but you launched into it yeah. with authority. Mm-hmm. That makes a good wrestler, my friend. Ben Glebe, Surrounded by Idiots Tour. San Diego coming your way May 24th. Calgary, May 30th. I put my name on it. This is my guy. And you are absolutely one of the most prolific comics. Oh, thanks, man. Uh, your Instagram bit from a while ago really like knocked me on my ass. Like, How do I make this sunset about me? <laughs> and a line, you know, the, the signal and the noise in bits for comics. It's like some sentence that's buried to the audience. Ah, uh, yeah. Like uh, people doing their own vows, like whatever the priest said. Yeah, the guy we met today. 
<laughs> the guy we met today made me so happy. <laughs> Thank you. That's both from my Neurotic Gangster special currently on Amazon Prime. Please check it out. It's free. Everybody remember more gangster than neurotic. Thank you. Thank you, brother. Thank you for having me, man. Remote control cars! Yeah, let's do that shit. No t-shirts on stage. You understand that? See the shirts that everybody's wearing? And everybody put... Where's the, where's the guy at the end? The neutron home player. Who's missing? Uh, yeah, yeah, you weren't wearing a t-shirt. No, I know. No, but the other guy on the end had the t-shirt. T-shirt! I'm sorry. Didn't I say shirts? Yep. I thought he was covered. You thought, you thought. You thought, you thought eight things tonight. You're on fucking notice, John. I gave you a list. Get half a list that I gave you with shoes and everything on it. Okay? The guys get shirts. Don't make a fucking maniac out of me. The guys get shirts. Do you understand? We're not going to be as strong as our weakest link. The guys get shirts. You understand that? This is like football, baseball, like anything else. The guys get shirts. That's just the fucking way it is. You first start with getting your goddamn list correct. So there's no confusion. When I write something down, it gets exactly that. Now what are we going to do about these cutoffs? Uh, my way cutoffs. I'm kind of waiting for you. you what did we discuss that? at the last meeting? I was going to take. I'm not anyone. Is that correct? I was going to do that one. You're going to hold the cord and cut it. Is that right? Absolutely. All right. Now, what are we going to do about my way? I'm when I'm walking around, waiting yeah. and waiting, and I don't then you finally give it. And where was everybody cutting off with you? I don't know. Evidently, they were watching you. They should have been watching. Look, but you were doing it. I did it. I did. What's it going to be, guys? Who are you watching? I suggest they watch me. I'll watch you. But you were the only one to watch. Absolutely. Let me ask you this. A pilot is in a plane and he's landing. He not only looks at his instrument, but he looks at the fucking runway to make sure it's there. What do you look at? Who are you watching? Where were you guys on the end of my way? Graham? What happened? I was late because I usually watch you on that and John. And, uh, if I'm not doing, if I'm not doing anything, and he throws. Do you remember the last meeting where I said, "A bow, I'll do, take it, and end it." Except for I'm not anyone. I'll give. I'm not anyone. Do you all remember that? If my arms aren't up and he or he's the only one, why wouldn't you take it from him? What is the confusion on these endings? I don't get it. I don't get it. Do you understand that? What's it going to be, guys? Do you want fucking Vinnie Falcone in front? Do you want me to go and get a conductor that'll sit and ride your asses? Is that what you want? Do you want your jokes? Where's Joe? I tell you, I want the band. Do you understand that? I want the fucking band, okay? There is a lot of loose shit going on, and I am telling you, you guys are on thin ice. Alright? I'm telling you right now. And when I fucking move, I slice like a fucking hammer. You've seen it, and I'll do it again. When I tell you the band, you better look and make sure everybody's here when you walk in this room. I will not put up with this shit. You understand that? That's just the fucking way it is. Every one of your fucking checks cash with the amount on it. Do any of your checks bounce? Do y'all get full value on your money? 
I want full value on your fucking service. Do you hear me? You understand that? You guys have three fucking days to get it together. All of you head of your departments. Okay? The light untimes your life. What is that blue doing over there? On, all the way to the middle, and then you shut it off. What is that all about? That was a fuck up. That was a fuck up. Yeah. I, I see that again, you're gone with the rest of them. Is that clear? Mm-hmm. That's just the way it is around here. You understand that? That's how fucking crucial this is. You have nothing to do but watch to see if one special is on and if the film is on, correct? You have nothing else to worry about with those lights. That whole thing was watching out that film. You will straighten out this goddamn cutoffs, John. Absolutely. Do you understand? You will get it straight. I'm the only important one on that stage. You know it. You guys have anything to add to this? Can you help them out? You guys have, can you add to this the confusion? Can you give us some intelligent input here? What is your problem? I'm warning you. I'm the only important one on that stage. You understand that? You want to lose the job? Do you? Then put me some fucking knowledge in here. Tell me what's wrong. He's the only one with his hands up, and he cuts off. Now give me some intelligent fucking answers. Who are you watching? Go ahead. Well, I have an idea. I don't want an idea. Okay. I want to know what went wrong, and I want to know how to fix it. Well, that was on me. I came to play at the end, and I was going to do it. Now I'm fucked up. I did it from John. It won't happen again. Absolutely. Where's Joe? Now, guys, I'm giving you all one week to get this together, okay? I'm giving you one week to play that music the way it's supposed to be played. I'm giving everybody one week. Everybody's got one week to do it right. Because I'm in my form right now. You guys are not going to come up and support me with the enthusiasm I've got for it. Make it work. I'm the only important one on that stage. And you are letting me down. Do you understand that? I don't get it. I don't get it. Do you understand that? The only satisfaction I'm going to get is to mean your fucking asses like the coach of a ball team or any goddamn business to you get it. Do you understand that? Because if you don't feel embarrassed about it and you have no conscience, you've got no heart, you've got no integrity. You understand that? Then all you do is you take the fucking money and you've got no substance. Remember that. People of substance and character care about what the fuck they do when they fix it. Okay? And I think you're working with me because I think that's the way you are. And I don't pull any punches with you guys. I'm telling you that his job is on thin ice. And you know how fast I move. I don't care if you're a light man, a production manager, an agent, or a theater owner like last night. You understand? I have a new philosophy. I don't care if it's Jesus Christ. I'm the only important one on that stage. If you don't do it my way, then it's the highway. Things go the way they're supposed to, properly, with integrity, or no one is fucking dispensable. You all fucking can go. I'm the only important one on that stage. You understand that? That's just the kick that I'm on, the move that I'm on, okay? I don't care if it's a promoter in the theater. I don't care if it's CJ Powell. Is that fair enough? I'm warning you. Is that good enough for all of you? 
I'm on that kind of an integrity thing. If you don't care, step forward. We'll finish up the rest of the tour and then you're done. Now, we're all important in the totality. If you don't care like I care, I don't need you guys to take my money. Just like that guy last night that fucked up my crew and was short labor, I lost out 20 or 30 fucking thousand dollars because my crew got fucked. Do you understand? Do you understand where I'm coming from with integrity? Then you guys better have the same thing. Because you're all replacing. Do you all like your jobs? Do you want your jobs? Do you? Then you better protect his. Because if that happens again, he does not have that job anymore. Do you understand? You better make it right. If you don't do the job, you're gone. And that goes for everybody. That's just the fucking way it is. Because you got it too good. And as long as you got it good, you got to make it good. Get it fucking right. That's just the way it is around here. Do you hear me? You understand that? Don't make a fucking maniac out of me. Where's Joe?